two movie reviewers armed with wit, wisdom, and razor-sharp analysis are about to go head-to-head in a no-holds-barred debate that will determine the fate of a single film. Which movie will stand the test of time? Who will emerge victorious and etch their choice into the annals of film history? Get ready for verbal combat like you've never seen before. It's a battle of passion. It's a battle of knowledge. It's a battle of love for the silver screen itself. They'll argue, they'll persuade, and they'll leave it all in the ring for the ultimate prize. Last movie standing. First, the challenger. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Take this seriously, please. <laughs> Binge movies is going to die because of Pete. I know that. You know what you have to do, don't you? Pete's going to kill it. And the kind of sickness Pete gave binge movies is the slow eating kind of sickness. Oh, I have to do something. It's not quick, but even I will regret. And I'm not going to let Pete kill what I've created. This is what I built. Me. Binge movies is mine. You can do it. It's mine. I created it. Oh, yeah. And I'm not gonna let Pete kill what I created. You can do it. Because I'm gonna have to kill what I created. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill my creation. I'm gonna inject binge movies with a lethal dose of poison. Must come to an end. If anybody is gonna kill my creation. It's gonna be me and Julio. I appreciate that you didn't try to uh, emulate my accent. That would have been a little too much. You think you just got it right there to the line. Now the champion, Pete from Middle Class Film Class. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. I, lo- I love the intro. Thank you. Very anticlimactic. I love that I'm... To last movie standing, Fallout 2 2023. Here we are. The repercussions of Beach Brawl are still being felt. A champion, one of the longest reigning champions in the history of last movie standing, dethroned the golden banana hammock traveling. Well, it went from a golden bikini to a golden banana hammock. It's magic that way. Yeah. Transmogrified around the buttock and frontal genital region of Pete from middle class film class. He wore it all summer long at every Hooters up and down the West Coast. Every uh, uh, suntan lotion competition. Every plum smuggler uh, pieting contest. <laughs> Pete was there. He was a he was a, kind of an official liaison, an ambassador for the binge movies brand, spreading the good news of home video all around the world. He has since turned in the banana hammock. It's still in a deep, deep cleaning. <laughs> uh, even the physicists of the Buena Vista Home Entertainment Corporation have been unable to figure out where some of those stains have come from. They seem inhuman. The fluids are not of this world, Pete. I don't know what you've had going on in your body, but there's. 
maybe see a doctor. This summer's been out of this world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's... I'm just saying if there's eruptions and pustules and things like that. Too much Hellraiser. Maybe check that out. <laughs> yeah, too much Hellraiser. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, and so it's a deep, deep cleaning. It has been retired until uh, uh, the next year when we, with the, the, we have the Beach Babe. It's going to represent us all throughout VHS summer next year. And it very well may be Pete or it very well may be um, uh, the lethal poison I'm injecting into my own creation. It's Julio from the Contrarians. <laughs> Julio, how are you? I'm doing great. Are, I, are you? I appreciate you've you've recognized what I'm here for, like what I represent. It's I, I'm glad we're on. The you same make page. it pretty clear online what you represent. <laughs> um, are you prepared to wear Pete's mankini to take over the mantle if necessary next year? Post cleanup, yes. <laughs> if if it if that's what it takes, but then again, by then it might have morphed into something else. That's right. right? That's right. That's a fair point. The things that go on here defy bit, the yeah. laws of physics. I mean, when you mess with physics, physics messes back. That's what we've learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here we are. We're going to get into it. We're going to start with um, our coin flip uh, to determine who's going to get the advantage. Our advantage is either first word, last word, which means you get the opening argument and the closing argument. Which means you get to set the stage in the minds of our listeners and voters, and or you uh, and you get to um, uh, sort of have the last word to be the last thing ringing in their ears, as it were. Or you get first pick, which means of the movies that are available today, um, you will be able to determine which movie you want to defend. And we're going to look at our guest list and our short list uh, in short order uh, right now. Now, Julio, you helped contribute to this, so this, some of this is your fault. On the <laughs> really? guest list, we have a selection by Joe from Real Spoilers, Real Steel. I think it's just a corporate synergy branding kind of thing. Real Spoilers, Real Steel. <laughs> I, I have no idea how that movie is on this list. It's fine, but it's certainly not deserving of preservation for all time, my opinion. Star power. I'll, I don't know. Hugh Jackman, man. The guy loves like I loves Wolverine, but he's not Wolverine in that movie, despite his accent. Uh, Paul from the countdown selected <clears throat> Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. <laughs> That's a movie where a guy has a CD changer in his head. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Multiple. Multiple CDs. Mo yeah, oh, yeah. Multi-changer, yes. Pete. Yeah. I have high hopes that that will be your pick. Years before <laughs> most people had CD changers in their trunks, the trunks of their car. Uh, he had a six CD changer in his head. So uh, really innovative there. Uh, he picked for the second Hellraiser episode of our Halloween Spooktacular. Uh, Paul selected the 2022 Hellraiser. Uh, Julio from the Contrarians picked for the top grossing movies of 2003, 10 through 6, The Last Samurai. And hmm. Robert Yanez Jr. and Kat Gonzalez shows Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, la la la, Senate Edition, Stair Edition, Theatrical <laughs> Edition for the of Top Grossing Film of 2003. Uh, I chose on the short list, my short list, for Films of Future Past. I did not go with Real Steel. I went with 2019 after the fall of New York uh, for the. Such a Jason pick. Yeah. Yeah. Hellraiser <laughs> Spooktacular Volume One. I picked the original Hellraiser. Go figure, you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, for uh, the Volume Two of Hellraiser, I picked 
Hellraiser 2022, a rare agreement between Paul and I. <laughs> and the thing that bonded us, the thing that made uh, this appearance on Binge Movies possible, <laughs> turns out it's Tom Cruise and Ken Watanabe in The Last Samurai, because I also picked it. Thank you, Julio. Tom Cruise bringing people together. It's the uh, power of Xenu. It's compelling. It might have been less about The Last Samurai and more about the other movies that we were talking about. <laughs> For me, it was all about The Last Samurai. It was a good movie. Absolutely. And then, of course, I also chose Return of the King, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Uh, let's go to the <laughs> coin flip. We'll determine the uh, who gets what, and then we'll do our first cut. So, um, Pete, you are our perennial champion. You mm-hmm. are coming in with the title of last movie standing world champion. Uh, no longer around your waist, but somewhere uh, spiritually, <laughs> it's been applied to yes. like a like a oil being poured from the crown of your head and the soles of your feet. Mm-hmm. So we're going to let you pick. Anointed. I want you to call it in the air. Of course, it's this is the uh, Dunn or DeLuise coin flip. Dunn is heads because he is our very first patron saint and is the spiritual head of what we do here, Kevin Dunn. And then there's Tails, which is uh, Dom DeLuise because he had a big fat ass. We love thick boys. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Call it, call it in the air. Heads or tails? Dunn or DeLuise? Pete, what is it? I'm going. Uh, I'm going done. Well, he's going ahead. He's going done. He's going done. He's going done. It is done. It's heads. Pete Ooh, wins the advantage. Pete, are you going to go first pick or first word, last word? Oh, you know what? This is a this is a tough. This is a tough one. It's tough. And against every fiber of my being, I'm going to go first word, word last word. Holy I'm gonna I'm a default. I'm gonna default default wow. to Julio. Wow! You just throw her. Already with surprises. <laughs> yes. You you know what? I want this to be a fun a fun uh, match, and I have a very strong passion for uh, one of my choices, and uh, we'll see what we'll see where the night goes. Wow! I think we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Well, we got two trolls in the show, so we're in for an interesting thing here. <laughs> Uh, before we get into the chaos which will likely destroy the binge movies brand forever let's get into a little thing we like to call first cut julio we'll start with you what are the three worst movies off of the uh my list the short list that you want to remove immediately and why uh, start with your number one. What movie are you getting rid of straight off the top? You're like, this isn't worth it. I'm getting rid of it. And why? Jason, we're going to get Lord of the Rings Return of the King out what? of here. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. I, what the fuck? I think <laughs> most boring conversation than one that has me defending Lord of the Rings Return of the King. So let's get that out of here. Oh my God. There's two of them in the vault. Who gives a shit about the hobbits by now? It's it's done. We're, let's let's get that out of here. Have I oh gone my, too far? Have I gone oh too far goodness. by injecting Julia <laughs> into my creation? I don't know. God damn. Um. Well, Jesus, Pete handed you the win, and you handed it right back to him. Okay, what's your Dude, next? What, a, what a what a up. That's what? my my head is spinning. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the next one you're getting rid of? Uh, coming up next, uh, look, uh, 
we picked it because the other four movies were trash. That doesn't mean it's necessarily a good movie or a movie worthy of the vault. So let's get The Last Samurai out of here also. Oh, my goodness. I think The Last Samurai is a good movie, but probably not vault worthy. The Last Samurai is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was the, I, they let it through and a half, maybe? Yeah. On the, that makes, when I did yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> how, is, how is the future going to learn about white saviors, though? <laughs> Well, Julio and I talked about that. It's, it's actually, we, we have to listen to that episode. We talked about that. It's less of a white safer film yeah. than you may think. I agree, actually. They just tricked us in the market. It's actually a Ken Watanabe movie. They're yeah. like, oh, this is a Tom Cruise movie. It's not. Um, okay. Uh, Julio, what is the last? What do I have yeah, left? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm missing yeah, the Hellraiser, one. Hellraiser reboot yeah. in 2019 after the fall of New York. Oh, that's because there's two. That's Hell right. Razor. You got the original Hellraiser, the Hellraiser reboot, and you have 2019 after the fall of New York. What's the next thing that's being cut from my guest or shortlist, rather? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I should just get rid of the one that have, I have in common with Pete's list just to really keep things spicy. So let's get uh, Hellraiser 2022 oh out of here. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. Nobody likes it. It's just like a, it's watered down. <laughs> Uh, the Hellraiser. Okay. All right. Wow. That leaves oh, you with changes. 2019 after the fall of New York and the original Hellraiser. And God, do I have a feeling of where this is going to go. This is changing things. This is changing <laughs> things. <laughs> wow. We're shaking shit up here. Wow. Okay. Oh, Pete. Oh, boy. What are, um, what are your first three cuts? Okay. Um, um, first off, uh, love real spoilers, love, uh, uh, love Joey butts, but, uh, um, real spoiler or real steals out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. That's gone. Gone. Yeah. Damn. I don't think it stinks, but no, it's, it it's stinks, fine for like a 10 year old. If you're 10 year old, it's great. <laughs> it stinks. Uh, <laughs> Give it four stars on letterbox. I actually, I teared up at the, uh, towards um, the <laughs> so yeah, fighting mechanical robots out of here. They have plenty of that in the future. That's right. Um, I'm also gonna throw, uh, Tom Cruise and his, uh, maybe not so much white savior dumb out. Yeah. That's no fair. more, no yeah. last samurai. It's not happening. Um, Loved, I actually really enjoyed that movie, though. I thought it was fantastic. First time watch. Loved it. Me too. Yeah, um, it's it's surprising. I didn't mm-hmm. watch it for all those years because I was like, well, Tom Cruise is a samurai. Mm-hmm. Then you watch it and you're like, wait, he's not really. A, oh, shit. They marketed this all yeah. wrong. <laughs> I think that, I think samurai is in the plural sense in the title, in yes. my opinion. Yes. Um, okay, so now I'm left to, I have Return of the King, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, and Hellraiser Reboot. So, Pete. There is one correct choice here. There's one brave choice, and I am looking at you straight in the eyes, hoping that you make it. Well, um, what's what's the next stage after this, Jason? What's what's we have two? We're gonna have two left, and we just choose between those two, essentially. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Well, then, in the sake of uh, in the sake of suspense, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Hellraiser reboot to hell. Okay. It. <laughs> I'm left only with Hell on Earth and Return of the King. Those are my two choices. <laughs> so we have Julio <laughs> has either 2019 after the fall of New York or the original Hellraiser off of my shortlist, and Pete off of the guest list has chosen either Hellraiser three or Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Uh, Pete, you chose first word, last word, so that means that Julio gets first pick 
Julio, of the two films you have left, what is the one you will be defending in Last Movie Standing? Well, out of these two movies, there's one that I own. And that is 2019, yes! After the Fall of New York. Yes! <laughs> yes! And is that your selection? Yes. Okay. All right. That means I love it. The original Hellraiser has been eliminated from cinematic <laughs> history. Oh! <laughs> Holy shit! It's gone! With bullet to the head, too. Gone. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, um... Pete? What's the movie you're gonna be arguing you for? Know, <laughs> I think the obvious answer is, it's most most people would think, and I, I'm, a, I'm a Lord of the Rings stan, love Lord of the Rings. They've had their due. Return of the King, cast to hell. <laughs> What the it's fuck? Gone. It's gone. <laughs> oh, is this really coming down to Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, and 2019 after the fall of New York? How about that? Or how about a midget beaten off in a trash can? The choice is yours. Oh, yeah, baby. It's happening. There. This is so exciting. I have, I, my respect for you, Pete, has just shot through the roof. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I dethroned Lady Wan with t- the two towers on the premise that we have to hope <laughs> yes! to get the whole trilogy into the vault and then shit all over it. <laughs> I have a good reason. I have a good reason, too. Shit. Okay, Pete, you have 90 seconds for your opening argument. For Hold Hellraiser on. Three, Hell on Earth. Hold on, let me get my let me get my eyes acclimated <laughs> to this darkness here. <laughs> okay, I want to say something before we get in this first round. I feel like I need to address our audience is probably stunned and stupefied by this, as I am. I have made the case repeatedly that there should be some representation of exploitation films uh, and 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 certainly like Italian exploitation films and other because they are a part of film culture and film canon and so forth and so on never in my wildest dreams did I think that it would come down to Hellraiser 3 as a possible selection in that category and 2019 after the fall of New York I'm not mad at it but I am <laughs> stunned I it's a do, shocking turn of events. I do wonder what our audience is going to think because Pete's entire previous argument <laughs> hinged upon <laughs> the necessity for this entire trilogy to be added. And it was in only his hands to do so. And he was like, fuck it, get rid of it. <laughs> I People have the keys do anything to, the kingdom. to win. Last movie standing, last movie standing. He is a nefarious force. He is the illness that is killing this binge movies. And I have to drive him out. Julio, I may have gone too far by conscripting you under my, uh, 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 into my service. Ah, God damn, here we are. Have I yes. gone too far in a few places? Have I George Lucas this thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late to turn back. It's too Jason. late to turn. Uh, you're past the point of too no late return. to turn yeah. back. One of you is already my granddaughter, and the other one of you is already Jar Jar Binks. We'll find out who at the end of this last movie standing. Pete. 90 seconds on the clock. Are you ready with your opening arguments for 
Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. <laughs> Go. All right. I am so happy that the Hellraiser franchise exists in this world. A deeply disturbed by all conventional standards bloke from across the pond wrote a novella, adapted it into his feature debut, and it wasn't a story of love and triumph. It was a story about evil and pain with very few redeeming characters. Clive Barker held Hellraiser up to society and said, this is me, warts and all, live with it. And people have been forced to know what a Cenobite is ever since. It's a wonderful thing as I see it because that's Clive's truth. The dude's some sort, of, some sort of freaky loo or something, wackadoo. Um, who am I to judge? Who's the world to judge? Imagine, if you will, several dozen centuries in the future, our generational ancestors discover the binge movie's no copyright infringement intended vault and are exposed to the glory of our civilization. They see Woody and Buzz on an adventure together. They see this, this thing, this machine, uh, be the only one who measures up as a father to young John Connor. They see the Fellowship fight against evil two times. But what's missing? Extreme sexual pleasure by way of sadomasochism, flaying of flesh, and eternal torment so intense that the pain comes full circle into pleasure. You know, just another Tuesday for the once human mutants of our distant future. <laughs> Clive Barker wasn't holding a picture of himself up to society when he made Hell Hellraiser. Ten he was seconds. holding up a mirror. We were just not ready to see that yet, and our distant relatives uh, <laughs> deserve to see that. And thanks to Paul from the countdown, all I have to choose from from the franchise is Hellraiser 3. <laughs> An articulate argument that ends in a burial of Paul. I can't ask for more on an episode of Binge Movies. Julio, if you like to throw Paul under the bus, too. I know. Love you, Paul. Yeah. You do it weekly in his listener group for the show. I'd love for you to do it here as well. So extra point. I don't know. I'm hashtag team Paul. I mean, overall, when it comes to binge movies, because I know it irritates you. Uh, so. Well, you're working for me today, Julio. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I just, I, well, Paul hasn't even seen this movie, like the one I'm defending. So uh, I don't know that like, I'll, I'll see. I'll see. What okay. I can do. All right. All right. 90 seconds on the clock. Julio, are you ready, sir? Let's do it. Go. <clears throat> I fear we have started to lose our way when it comes to the vault. Uh, I fear we've gotten a little too comfortable with our selections. Uh, if the vault is meant to encapsulate what makes film interesting, fascinating, captivating as an art form, do we really want another bit of Hollywood bullshit in? It's time to shank things up a little. Uh, what better way to do that than by inducting a low-budget Italian sci-fi flick that shamelessly apes and successfully improves on Escape from New York? This escape from New York, if Carpenter actually had something to say. <laughs> 2019 is a rough and polished reflection of so many of humanity's fears and hopes, and yes, flaws as well, back in the early 80s. And that makes it a much more compelling pick than any of the other contenders in these lists. So I say, MTVGA, make the vault great again. <laughs> Time. Not a fan of that last bit, but the rest of it was pretty good. <laughs> 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 it both sucks. <laughs> all right, all right. He is uh, uh, forfeiting the rest of us. So you had thirty seconds left, but uh, you didn't need it, so that's okay. Uh, a pretty strong opening argument for both of our competitors. Both basically saying uh, humanity is lost and perverted, and these movies reflect our own perversions back to us. Uh, <laughs> I can't fault either one of you with those arguments. Okay, uh, Julio, you got ninety seconds to cross-examine Pete. I only ask that you would. Uh, 
phrase things in a question so he can respond to them. Pete, as you know, if we go over the time limit, we'll give you a few, you know, 20 seconds or whatever to answer, wrap up your, your answer. Okay. Uh, Julio, are you ready? Let's do this. Go. All right, Pete. Do you really think Hellraiser 3's campy take on the Hellraiser mythology is the approach most deserving of recognition in the vault? Uh, I think that it's a perfectly fine example of uh, some uh, cheesy schlock that deserves to be seen by the future generations. Yeah, absolutely. So you think perfectly fine is just is, is worthy of the vault? It's definitely better than 2019. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, shit. Hang on. Lost my place. All right. Um, don't you find the visual approach of Hellraiser 3 to be bland and uninspired when compared to the original? Oh, I mean, if we're going to compare the movie that I'm going to choose into the vault against any other random movie, then yeah, we can make comparisons all day. But what it is, 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 is a delight. It's a wonderful experience. It's fun to watch. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a perfectly, a perfectly, perfectly uh, perfect spot for the vault, I believe. But don't you think it should be compare like watch in the context of the franchise that it belongs to especially the one that's created that you praise so much for scrapping clive barker had almost nothing to do with this movie but you praised its creation at the beginning in the opening sure clive barker is anti-culture he's a complete complete uh, counterculture that's the word i'm looking for and what's better than uh for counterculture than putting a movie that most people think is one of the worst of the franchise into the vault <laughs> all right, you're out of time. Out of time. <laughs> all right, Pete, are you ready uh to turn around and cross-examine Julio about his pick? Uh yeah, sure. I think I'm ready. Okay. All right. Uh 90 seconds on the clock and go. Uh Julio, you said at the end of your last statements, and, and remember you're under oath. Um <laughs> MTVGA made the vault great again. What point was the vault great, and why is it not great now? So I think we had a pretty good selection, varied selection, and then suddenly, last year, last last bout, Pete himself, you, <laughs> uh, decided to do a repeat. We already had a Lord of the Rings movie, and then suddenly, for some reason, you decided to throw another Lord of the Rings movie mm-hmm. in the mix. It's something that didn't really add anything to what the original Lord of the Rings the Fellowship of the Ring already had put in the vault. I think that that's when we started losing our way. We started pandering to the mainstream. I'm hoping to correct that a little bit uh, with, with my pick. And what, what specifically about this movie, 2019, after the fall of New York, makes it uh, this, this, this peak example? What makes it worthy of being in the vault uh, uh, versus, uh, say, any of the other dystopian futures? Well, the other dystopian futures were not part of my list so i went with what we had and what we had thankfully was this italian representation of it's like watching uh your somewhat standard american blockbuster through this lens of italian filmmaking and it's it's inventive it's it's basically everything that we're missing right now from cinema there's like practical effects there's uh, this dubious moral characters, uh, they, they they do some horrible things, but we're supposed to stick with them through the rest of the movie. You don't get that type of challenge anymore. You certainly don't get it from Hellraiser 3. And I don't think that you get it from most of the movies that were on out the list time. Out today. of time. Out of time. Good out answers. Time. Good answers. Good questions from both competitors. Uh, now we go to our rebuttals, which, Pete, that means you're going to lead us off. You have 90 seconds just to rebut, refute, uh, anything that Julio uh, said there in the last round, first round, whatever, 
uh, uninterrupted. So Julio, you can't speak now. It's, uh, just Pete gets to have uh, audiences full attention. Then we'll flip it around and you'll speak uninterrupted. And then we'll get to our closing arguments. Okay, Pete, are you ready? 90 seconds on the clock. Uh, yes, go ahead. <clears throat> okay, Julio. You said that the vault is a, is a little mishmash. It's a, it's a little, it's a little rote at this point. That's what you're saying. And that this, this, this ghoul came to town and put Lord of the Rings, the two towers and just threw off the, the mix. Well, I think what, what's better, what's, what better sort of a joke or what better sort of a troll is there than the long con getting, getting two out of the three in only to eliminate the third for all eternity. I think, I think that it's, it's worth it at least for the glimmer of hope only to dash it for what ultimately will be either yours or I choice. Uh, just a fantastic uh, subversion on the the vault itself. Um, I think that as far as the 2019 goes, you say it's it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful example of all these things. It's a parody of all those things. All it is is a parody of other movies. And it's done, um, admittedly, on a, in a, in a fun way. Um, there's nothing about this movie that makes it feel like um, this is the required viewing of the future. <clears throat> You say that there is no no character development in uh, Hellraiser three. Well, you literally see Pinhead get pulled out of a chunk of stone to wreak havoc on Earth, <laughs> walking down uh, a clear set piece that is meant to be downtown L.A. with oversaturated reds blowing out everyone's face <laughs> as he wreaks some uh, explosive havoc on the world. Uh, it's it's such a delight. There's no there's no choice. There's no no comparison. Out of time. <laughs> I can't tell if Pete no longer wants to do this. <laughs> no, that's great. Love it. <laughs> He's sincerely just trying to get a interesting choice of the vault. I'll leave my opinions to myself. You've already heard them in the episode. If you haven't, go listen to that episode. All right. Uh, Julio, you got 90 seconds on the clock to rebut everything Pete has said up to this point, but uh, it's uninterrupted. So you just, just feel free to hammer away. He can't say anything. He has to be quiet. Okay, you ready? Let's right. do it. Uh, go. All right. Well, I have to say, first off, that I am a little disturbed by the implication from Pete that there's no room for parody in the vault. The parody is just another art form. It. I, I'm actually... I. I worry. I'm afraid that this is setting the standard that in the future we are not going to have any movies that deal with parody to be uh, considered for the vault. So let's let's leave that floating. Also, I appreciate the the Andy Kaufman flair the, of Pete's alleged strategy getting the two towers in there. But I think that if we're talking about future generations, they're going to look at the vault. They're not going to know any of this. This <laughs> the vault. The contents of the vault survived and the behind the scenes of how the movies got there. I don't think that anybody's going to know them. So it's just going to be a head scratcher of like. Well, why do we have uh, two movies that are basically the same back to back? Pick there, did I forget? Did they they enter the same movie twice? So I, I don't think so. As far as Hellraiser three, I mean, it's just it's it's watered down Hellraiser. It's like the the Hollywoodization of, of Hellraiser. They just sanded off the edges. They they have a movie that's allegedly about sex and pain has one sex scene that's just super bland. They're covered by sheets. There's no there's no spice in Hellraiser three. You need the spice in order to really understand the 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 quest. To, to one more as far as sensations. On the other hand, plenty of spice in 2019. There's just uh, 
sex it, it drives sex. that movie. I mean, they want the last fertile movie, uh, the, the last fertile woman on Earth, and everybody wants to have sex with her. Everybody wants to impregnate her. That's disgusting, but it's also intriguing, compelling. That's what makes me want to watch it. time. Movie. Very good. Down the wire. Nice. Very nice. All right, Julio, you get to go again. You get to make your closing arguments. I would encourage you to focus on the strength of your film. Why? This is your last chance to speak directly to our voters, both on Patreon and on uh, X, I guess. Uh, uh, and <laughs> tell them why 2019 is the one film that is most worthy of preservation for all time, even beyond the end times. Are you ready, sir? 60 seconds. Yes. All right, hang on a second. And go. All right, let's get real, Binge Lords. Odds are most of you haven't seen 2019 after the fall of New York. I don't blame you. I had neither. I probably wouldn't have if not for this show. But that means you're going to have to trust me on this one. You're going to have to trust me when I tell you this is what The Vault needs. A celebration of Italian filmmaking ingenuity with its practical effects, its ambitious storytelling, and its problematic, challenging worldview. So, are we staying the course, continuing to turn the vault into a mirror image of safe film Twitter choices? Or are we reclaiming it by making a bold move that shakes things up? Your vote for 2019 is a vote that recognizes the value of alternative cinema, warts and all. A vote for Pete is just a vote for the establishment, even if he's trying to disguise it as a, as a counterculture vote for a franchise that has seen better days. Like I said, make the vault great again. Wow. Okay, 10 seconds left. He is uh, turning the rest of that time over. That is fine. Pete, same deal, brother. Closing arguments. Focus on your film, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Why is the third Hellraiser the most worthy of preservation for all time? Let's see if he can do this. Pete, are you ready? 60 seconds on the clock. Ready. Go. Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. What can be said about this campy, gory, oversaturated schlockfest that introduced us to Cenobites that shoot CDs out of his face, one-liners, blood, TNA, and in general is not regarded as high art in the film world. Listen here, listeners. Listen closely. You're listening. I don't care. I don't. It's a two-star movie. It's a ton of fun. That's it. It doesn't pretend to be anything more than that, and that's something that we should be rewarded. And more than that, a placement of Hellraiser 3 Hell on Earth into the vault allows the love child, scratch that, the pain child of Clive Barker, to live on for all time, even beyond the end times. And choosing a lovable but deeply flawed movie like Hellraiser 3 to represent the entire franchise within the vault is the last thing that you would want or expect. But maybe that's the way that we honor Clive Barker's sick tendencies. It's counterculture. It's against the grain. Absolutely. Just like Barker himself. Put it into the vault. It'll make Clive Barker and Paul so, so happy. All right. Out of time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Very well thought out arguments each round all the way through. Arguments, counter arguments, rebuttals, cross-examinations. Uh, very strong showing from both of our competitors, which is saying something because we've got a track record of competitors who are very, very strong. If you... At the start of this episode, if you would have told me that you two people would pick these two movies and this debate would be as good as it was, I wouldn't have believed it. But now, <laughs> but my, I'm, I'm sorry, Peter Jackson, <laughs> you've made a believer out of me. Which one of you will make a believer out of our audience again? Uh, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash binge movies, because your votes count more there. I will post uh, the point system uh, that, ironically, Julio kind of helped me come up with. 
uh, and Pete contributed to as well. Um, uh, over on uh, X and on Instagram uh, at Binge Movies Lives, and of course the Patreon. Remind everybody how that works uh, because it's a uh, different. Your vote basically carries a uh, uh, different shares, uh, different levels of voting power. But if you don't want to support us on Patreon, you just want to vote on Twitter, form, formerly known as Twitter X, then you can go there and you can vote on this. It'll come up uh, the day after this episode uh, airs. So it'll be up uh, Wednesday. So I um, I want to thank you both for being here. Uh, Julio, this is your first time doing Last Movie Standing. What do you, what do you think? It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier to just sit back and, and listen to it yeah. and just cheer yeah. for whoever's <laughs> making the best points. This is just like I'm, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Pete, you, but I, I'm thrilled that it went the way it, it did. Yeah, me too. I was I was just bracing myself for an argument against Return of the King and. It was, I mean, it was going to be fun, but it wasn't going to be as as fresh, I think, as what we ended up having. Agreed, so yeah. I, I really enjoyed wow. this. Pete? I, I, had a complete argue, I had a complete argument prepared for Return of the Kings. And uh, just like Julio <laughs> said, it felt like I was writing this same argument for the two towers. <laughs> because, I mean, the, the, the movies themselves, it's undeniable. They're fantastic. Um, but Hellraiser 3... <laughs> <laughs> I watched it as a kid and it like it was this weird awakening for me and listening to Paul dote on it and Jason's head explode <laughs> as it happened I was like you know what that, I don't know I feel like that's 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 where we're going and and I'm competing against a, a gentleman who has his name the contrarian is built into his name yeah his brand <laughs> is built on it yep. yeah it's built into it so I have I have to expect the unexpected with him and uh, I was not disappointed Leo is one of the few guests you can have on your show who will insult you the entire time he's on your show oh cool I read <laughs> so up my alley. you should have him on <laughs> great love he'll, it he'll, 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 what he'll do is he'll go listen to your back catalog and then just show up and be like on this episode you said this that was real dumb and here's why the entire time he's on your show <laughs> with a smile and just a sure. very gentle tone <laughs> not aggressive hey that's that's a uh, that's man love right there yeah <laughs> that's, a, that, yeah. that's how you that's how you bond yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> Pete, our reigning defending champion. Where can we find you when you're not competing in the the uh, silver screen octagon squared circle? That is last movie standing. Where are you at? Uh, check us out on all your pod services. Middle class film class. Just search that. You'll find us. It's twice a week. It's a lot of fun. We keep it fun and funny. And we just started streaming our show every Saturday at noon on Twitch. So we do it live, and then we release the podcast episodes uh, Monday and Wednesday following. Are there very many white people podcasting live on Twitch? You know what? I don't, I can't think of a single one. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. All right. <laughs> I think we're the first. <laughs> Breaking new ground. It's, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. You guys are pioneers, innovators, really. Mm-hmm, yeah. There's three of us. We're all white, too. <laughs> Guess what? It's also about movies. So, you know, it's new also. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know all about that. Julio, what do you think about the whites? <laughs> uh, they're right. I mean, for the most part. I love that question. That's, that's going on a t-shirt. Julio, what do you think about the whites? <laughs> 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 
allowed me in. They approved my application. They granted citizenship. I, I really, I should be thankful. There you go. But, <laughs> but I also, I just can't help but criticize them. Yeah. You know, from time I understand. To time. I what I want to see is I want to see Julio on your show, Pete, live on Twitch. I want to tune in as he, okay. yeah. And you, you got to pick watch the him rip us up. You got to pick the whitest movie to talk about, though. The, I don't know what that would be. Father of the Bride, maybe. Just pick the whitest <laughs> movie ever. Have Julio on so you just pick it apart. Well, we just reviewed the FP. That might that might qualify. I don't know if you even know what that movie is. The FP. Yes. Is it the Dance Dance Revolution? Yeah, it's a dystopian movie. future where they settle all their hash through a Dance Dance Revolution. Wow. Yes. It is. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Julio, uh, where can we find you when you're not um, being a lethal dose of poison <laughs> trying to kill a disease at his feet on binge movies? I, I fear you've mischaracterized. Mis- characterized is that a word fuck I mean, it's really <laughs> yeah. early i'm, I'm just like crashing yeah. from not sleeping all night preparing my arguments against lord of the rings return of the king uh i i, I feel I, I feel like people listen to this that haven't listened to my show now think that i'm just in troll mode the entire time and that's not the case that's only half the show <laughs> 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 if you if you listen to the contrarians you can look us up on on your podcatchers or check our website we are the contrarians.com uh it's it's half the show we argue against the movie's run tomato score and then the second half we we have serious conversations like the one i had with jason in that episode about all those five movies i mean that was me being serious i wasn't trolling i yeah. mean it's just that you know, online is a lot more fun. Than just, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, check out the Contrarians. Uh, we have we don't Twitch, but we have a, a YouTube channel that we've been slowly growing. Uh, just getting used to the the video thing. Uh, that is content that's for the most part different from what we put on the podcast, even though it's the same slant. And uh, uh, so that might be if you're more into video, that might be a good sampler before you dive into the podcast. But uh, yeah, we we have a lot of fun. We cover. We're not tied to uh, new releases, thank God. So we're just picking and choosing from the Rotten Tomatoes catalog, mm. which is obviously all-encompassing. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Well, we'll have either of you anytime. Well, not anytime. Whenever I'm not too busy. <laughs> like not anytime. Uh, you see, I'll have you guys on anytime. No, not anytime. <laughs> Actually, uh, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Julio, never. I'll just, never have just, you on, but uh, <laughs> I have to say that. Think of a movie <laughs> Think of a movie you love that's really low-rated or a movie you hate that's very high-rated on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's, that's a good starting point, and we'll go Ooh, from there. Yeah, now you're speaking my language. Uh, <laughs> Julio, <laughs> it brings me great joy to find that you were staying up late at night to think of counter arguments against Lord of the Rings, Return of the Kings, just to throw them in the garbage. I love that. Thank God I decided to go all out and actually write questions for every that's, movie. That's my, because, that's my advice to everybody, because you never oh, fucking know. Yeah. Nope. Wonderful. In fact, I it was so late, I, I messed up, and I also did questions for Hellraiser, which is on my list, <laughs> not on yours. <laughs> Six sets of questions. Oh, that proves great. you Love take it. it seriously. Both of you guys did uh, uh, with your, it, it may not have come off that way, but I can tell you both prepared thoroughly for this. I appreciate uh, you guys doing this. It is exhausting. It's harder than it seems. Um, we always say that at the end of these episodes, and I don't think people believe it, but now Julio himself has been made a believer of how tiresome this is. So thank you both for your sacrifice and your service. We'll figure out which one of you is the winner. Will it be Pete retaining his championship and moving Hellraiser 3 into the vault to my chagrin? Or will it be Julio adding a little bit of Italian knockoff flair to the vault with 2019 after the fall of New York and crowning a new champion? We will find out. Until next time, everybody, binge on. Mm-hmm.